Open Heavens is here once again from the 20th of September to the 28th of November under the theme As Soon As Zion Travelled. Venue Porter City Mutual Prom Prom. Morning, afternoon, and evening sessions with Prophet Nanase Opukusakodie. I want to take you through some message today. Yesterday, I talked about the fact that we cross, we are crossing mentally. We cross mentally. Today, we are going to cross generationally. We yeah, are generational crossing. And I need, to, I need to fit that one. Today, God showed me the dangers of this LGBT+++. Anytime a nation is about to be destroyed, that is where it starts. Once it's from the word of God, you don't have any, you cannot contest with it. We love everybody. We, I love them. I love those who are doing it. And I saw in the spirit how addictive it can be. And the Lord even showed me that when you do that, there is a certain age you can't cross. Yes. You cannot. And if you go and do your research, you'll find it. I've never researched it, but I pick it like a prophetic word. That nobody engage in this thing and cross a certain age. Because it is one of the greatest enemies of God. Yeah. Because God thinks generational. Everything about God is generational. I'm going to show you on the Bible. So anything that fight generation, God fight it. Hey. Now, think about it. Think about it. Let's assume we go back because they are enforcing it through media system. That is the only way they can. Let's assume all of us are engaged in same-sex uh, uh, same marriage. What happened to the next generation? But you wait. I want to take you through the word of God. Yes, so that's not going to be like. If you are one of them, listen to me very carefully. I want to preach. You have the right to do it, but just listen to me very carefully. I want to take you through the authority of God's word. And when I take you through the authority of God's word, I'm going, I'm going to go to preach and I'm going to show you the mindset of God about why we are on earth. And God's reason, because only the manufacturer can tell the purpose of the product. No product can define itself. Are you getting what I'm talking about? If you're a product, if you tell your mobile phone, what do I do? It can't tell you. You are using the phone because the manufacturer told you the purpose of manufacturing the phone. So if God is the one that created us, then God has a reason for creating us. And only God can tell our purpose why we are here. Any other way, that is why I told you that, for instance, when God created things, when you go to the book of Genesis, he brings things out of their source and they have to live by their source. For instance, he didn't create the fish before he created the water. So the source of the fish is the water. When you take the fish from the water, you still have to create the water for the fish. So he said, let the earth bring forth vegetations. So the only way the vegetation can survive is that their source is the earth. So they take their living from the earth. That means that if you want to take a vegetation from the earth and put it in a pot, you still will need the, 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 the source to put in a pot and plant it. Because as long as you disconnect the thing from its source, it dies. It will die. I have an aquarium fishes, and even though I've taken the fishes from river, whatever it is, a Japanese square, and I put them in a, a little glass, uh, but I can't just put them there without their source. So, for instance, somebody gave me a fish, and then 
I put the fish in the aquarium, the fish died. You know, I was, I was, it was, it was a very sad situation because very beautiful fish. Later, when I brought the expert, he said, no, 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 that fish is from the sea. So you couldn't put it, you couldn't have put it in the water. If you wanted to keep it, then you have to have a seawater. So it means that the fishes in the sea can't survive in the river. There is an amount of salt content they will need. There is an amount of salt content they will need before they survive. That is why if the devil wants to deal with you, he very disconnect you from your source. So once you get disconnected from God, you don't have a future, you don't have a present, you don't even have a past. We cannot trace anything about you. Once you get disconnected from God, with time, your memory will be wiped off. You have to stay with God to keep your generation. You have to stay with God. And I want to show you something in the Bible. Father, anoint these lips of clay. And let me preach it the way you show it to me. In Jesus' name, I may be seated. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 15. Let's trace, tracing the godly seed. Let's start by tracing the godly seed first. Genesis chapter 3 and verse number um, 15. Are you with me? I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. This is where God was dealing with the devil after Satan went to the garden and committed a tracing by moving Eve to eat the fruit and then um, Eve also gave it to his husband and he ate it. Um, when you read from Genesis chapter number 3 and you read from verse number 1 very quickly, you will notice that the serpent was more subtle than any beast that was in the field which the Lord God has made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said he shall not eat of, the, of, of every tree of the garden. Give me the New Living Translation, verse 2. Of course, we may eat of the fruit from the trees of the garden. The woman replied, Mm -hmm. it is only the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat god said we must not eat it or even touch it god didn't say that god didn't say you shouldn't touch it but this in any way it's a woman talking so you can feel the uh, exaggeration don't worry about it hallelujah if you do you will die god didn't say they shouldn't touch it did god say they shouldn't touch it yeah it's a woman you look at all the women in the bible who are talking about what god said one of them met God on a well and God told him that how many uh, do you have a husband? He said, No, he said, You have had five. When he went to town, he said, Come and see a man who have told me everything about my life. But Jesus didn't say everything about his life. <laughs> so when the woman comes to give you a message, make sure you are careful to take all of them. If you try to act on what the woman tells you, let me leave it there. You you end up realize that you have made a mistake. Because there will surely be some exaggeration somewhere. Amen. You won't die. The serpent replied to the woman. Oh, wow. God knows. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it and you will be like God. They were already like God, knowing both good and evil. So anytime the devil deceives you to, to do something you are not supposed to do, he tried to tell you something you are, but you let you feel like you are not. Let us make mine in our image. God, the devil said that the day you eat it, you'll be like God. They were already God. Why? Because everything produces after eight kind. A goat cannot give birth to a sheep. So the child of a goat is a goat. The child of a sheep is a sheep. So the child of God is God. Anyway, I pray that you have a good attitude today. And the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was... Um, go to the King James. 
And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasing to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the, the fruit thereof and did eat and gave it also to the husband. Wow. Come to the New Living Trust. Let me see how it comes out. Look at somebody. Look at the neighbor and say, he gave it to the husband. Tell the person he gave it. <laughs> uh, uh, if I say by my ask him, what is your wife giving you? Ask them. Uh, ask them, ask them, ask them. Be bold, be bold. Don't worry about it. I told you to ask, ask them. What, what, what has your wife been giving you? Amen. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful <laughs> and its fruit looked delicious. Uh, she wanted the wisdom to give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. And don't deceive yourself. If they, they serve it to you, you eat it. Oh, Lord have mercy on all the men. At the moment, their eyes were open and they suddenly felt like they felt shame. At, come back, come back, come back, come back. I don't like the commentary. Let me read it from the King James. And their eyes, and, and the eyes of both of them were open. They knew they were naked. And they sealed thick leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden of the garden in the cool of the day. So God was going to have devotion. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. This is where I preach a lot of holiness. You cannot live in sin and not hide from God. You stop coming to church. You will not develop the appetite to come. You will start making yourself like an enemy to the people who are serving God. You will start when you see somebody who used to come to church and you start criticizing pastors, something has gone wrong. They hid themselves from the presence. It's not that it's not that God is not coming to you. You are running away from him. They hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Wow. See? And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are thou? Interestingly, the whole message, I mean a lot of message. Did God knew they were seeing that they were still coming to them? Yes, sir. Anyway. And he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid. This is why I told you that when the devil left, he left fear there. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So after Adam seen, the first spirit that entered Adam is fear. If you are going to live in a perpetual bondage, the first spirit the devil put on you is fear. But wait, because I was naked and I hid myself. Hmm. I prayed that I finished this message. And he said, Who told you that I was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And immediately, brain started. And the man said, The woman thou givest me to be with me. She gave me of the tree and I did eat. Now, this is the same man. Do you know something Adam did? When God finished creating Eve, God brought Eve to Adam. And God was about to officiate a wedding. Adam even didn't wait. Do you know in the wedding ceremony, Adam himself pronounced that this is nothing. The first wedding, they didn't permit God to pronounce. That is a man. We will continue to love the woman until they make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me the tree and I did eat. Let's hear the woman. And the Lord said to the woman, Once you say something and you complain, God will still go for investigation. Now, and the Lord said to the woman, 
what is it thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent. <laughs> Nobody wants to take responsibility about the whole matter. The serpent beguiled me or tricked me and I did eat it. As for the serpent, God didn't ask me a question. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because that, so the moment Adam threw it on the wife, uh, the wife threw it on the serpent, then God started cursing. This is the first curses pronounced in the Bible. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed. This is the first time we heard the word curse. This word were not supposed to come out. It was in part of God's womb. It came out after sin. Thou art cursed above all the cattle. Cattle. Above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thy go. So he didn't, he was not created like a reptile. The word cattle means that he might be a four-footed animal. So he looked more like a goat or a sheep. Because he said, thou art cursed above all cattle. And when God pronounced the curse, he changed from a four-footed and started going on his belly. He said, above every beast that was a fair upon thy belly shall thou go and thou shalt thou eat all the days of your life. Now let me give you another revelation. Everybody say dust. Not everybody is comfortable listening to this particular revelation I'm going to give, but that is a fact. When God cursed the devil, he gave him dust as his food. But unfortunately, the devil cannot go and eat the raw dust. This body was made out of dust. So when you start eating, living by sin, you become food for the devil. I wish I can sugarcoat it anyway. That's it. This is a serious thing. This same dust is what our body is made from. And he gave dust to the devil as a food. And he said, and I will put a meeting between thee and the woman. No woman likes snake. Mm-hmm. When a woman sees snake, you make sure the snake is killed. A lot of men can keep snakes as pets, but not women. Because God put a perpetual enmity between the devil and women. It means that Satan hates women, women hate Satan. after them and I'll put a meeting between thee and the woman between thy seed and her seed and he shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise it so stay there let me start my let's start tracing from the godly seed everybody say godly seed Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 15 I'll put a meeting between God's plan of redemption through families so this phrase here Look at it. I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Between thy seed and her seed. It means that God's plan of redemption did not end with Adam. He taught generation. Only Pastor Abed said what I said. Did you understand? So, I'm going to show you to you in the Bible. And I'm going to. So, 
God work a plan of redemption, but the moment he work a plan of redemption, he started thinking about seed. Why? I'll put enmity between you and between thy seed. So the devil has a seed. And her seed. The moment you, the moment you hear seed, generation is in. So while she was sitting there praying, God has put you here, not just because of you. It will get better. Told you I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. Don't be too passionate about your children. They are not doing well at school, and you are just running head scatter. God's plan for them is bigger than you. You are just a caretaker, but he has a bigger plan. Hallelujah. Mm. Instead of God destroying and scrapping all the plan altogether, God continued planning for generational dominion. Amen. Generational what? Dominion. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between a seed and a seed. You shall bruise his head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And that generational blessing of the enmity of the woman ran, 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 and ended with Jesus Christ. So that seed you was talking about. But we are going to go down. We are going to go down and we are going to learn some things. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of friend. Ah. Although God couldn't send a son immediately. Do you know God could have sent Jesus Christ right after the fall? To bruise the head of the serpent. But he didn't do it. Why? Because she wanted to run a generation of people that will obey him. So generational obedience was God's plan to bring the Messiah back. And we are going to trace that. Are you with me? He still chose to wage war and accomplish his will by generational obedience of the people he's going to call. So don't take it. Right from the Garden of Eden, apart from the prophecy about Jesus going to be born, there was God also has a generational taking. Now hear this carefully. I'm going to show you along the message that everything you are doing, if it's not generational, God is against it. Today I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you that thing. And I pray that your spirit man will be open. Whatever you are doing, if you are not doing it with a generational mindset, God is going to oppose it. That's why God hates selfish people. That's why God doesn't like self-centered people. That's why God, God can only use people who have generational thinking. Oh Lord, they are getting quiet on me. Now let's go back and start tracing from the generation. Genesis chapter 6. Let me read from verse number 8. The Bible declares something about Noah. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now, let's go to verse number 1. You'll get a little understanding before I jump straight and come back to verse number 8 and read it. It came to pass when men go to verse 2 oh, 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 that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were they were fair and they took them wives of all which they choose. Hallelujah. Now come back to the NIV version in verse number two. Let me show them something. Something NIV version. Uh, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they married any of them they choose. Come back to ESV. Go to the ESV version. 
Mm -hmm. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attractive and they took as their wives any they choose. Go to verse 1. When men begin to multiply on the face of the, of, of the land and daughters were born to them, watch this. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attractive and they took as their wives any they choose. Keep going, stay with the ESV. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in man forever, for his flesh, his day shall be 121 years. The Nephilim were on the earth that is have to do with a kind of angelic beings. The Nephilim have to do with angelic beings. So the angel the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they were both they bore children to them. Come to the NIV version. Let me show you something. Oh, the NIV to use the word Nephilim were on the earth. The not part of the King James version. When you read from some of the Bible commentary, simple this scripture simply means that, according to Bible scholars and the Nephilim they mentioned, angels came back, and the Bible said they saw the women that they were beautiful. They started having an affair with them. So there was an angelic spermatosia with woman's egg. And when they produced, they, that is why the giants started coming in. Now watch this. Let me show you why God destroyed. That's why I tell you that once the thing fights its generation, I think he will destroy it. It means that when they start mixing the blood, then it's going to defeat the prophecy in the Garden of Eden. So God is now protecting the prophecy in the Garden of Eden that the seed of the woman, not the seed of an angel. I pray that you wake up. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about here? So the seed of the woman. Now, this in the film said they started sleeping with the woman. Now, if God, so anytime you see God destroying somebody, has tempered with the generation. So I'm not killing because I love to kill. I'm not killing because I love to see people die. But 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 some mixed multitude. Something is coming up that is not my plan. Now at that time, some of the Bible commentaries say that they probably have slept with every house except the house of Noah. So then, if I also decided to raise Noah and don't kill these people, they stand the chance because anytime. There is evil, evil pursue righteousness. The greatest enemy. Oh, listen, these people are not here. The greatest enemy. Now, listen. Anything good hates anything bad. And anything bad hates anything good. So anything sinful hates anything righteous. The devil hates you that because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Are you following me? Now come back, come back to the King James Version so that. We can get it. And there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they were they bare children unto them. The same became mighty men. And then, oh, Jesus Christ, men of renown. Why not? Goliath. And God saw that the wickedness of men was great on the earth. Wickedness of men. What is the wickedness? Now, watch this. You will notice that the first destruction was Noah's time. The second destruction was Sodom and Gomorrah. All of them has to do with immoral sexual act. them have to do with that we better continue to thank god that jesus has come to save us 
If you know Jesus Christ, no, it's not going to be good. These sexual organs that God gave to us, he didn't just give it to us to operate it the way we like. It has to be in the context of the scriptures. You cannot go and have sex because you feel like. That is why I told you that your mind must be years ahead of your body. Oh, Jesus, I'm preaching. No, you have the right to do it, but the consequence is undeniable. When the daughters of men celebrate the sons of God, they produce a giant. God wipe off. Listen to some of the statements he made. And God saw the wickedness of men that was great on the earth. And that the every imagination of the thought of his heart was evil continually. They will, they will bring it LGBT plus plus plus. It means that we are going to add more. The plus plus means that we have not ended. And the imagination of men is evil continually. That's what it is. This is not political, this is spiritual. Forget about politicians and it goes beyond political. Every politician is a human being. Every politician, they come from, they are our cousins and our brothers and our fathers and our uncles. So you can wake up tomorrow and be a minister of finance. And we know you here before you became. I say we know you here before you became. No, I've seen people that work enter politics. They, 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 they are not they are like us. They think like us. It's just that God gives them positions. Watch this. And God saw that the wickedness of men was great on the earth. And that every imagination of his thought was in his heart was only evil continually. Wow. And it repented the Lord that he has made man. So it means that God regretted that he has made man on the earth. And he grieved him at his heart. Why is he grieving him? There was immorality. Women were giving their bodies to angels. Sleeping with them. Wow. It's getting quiet and the lord said i will destroy man whom i've created from the face of the earth both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the earth have you noticed that once you become sinful affect your dog the dog of a righteous man is a righteous dog Amen. i beg your pardon it sanctifies him the dog of the cat of a, 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 a the cat from a home that people are born again is different from a drunkard home it means that when somebody is a drunkard, his dog is wild. Now your dog will end up taking your nature. Hey. Mm -hmm. So watch this. And the Lord said, I will destroy my who we have created from the face of them, a man and beast. So all the men and their goat and their sheep and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repented me that I have made man. Wow. But you know what found? Let me give me the NIV version. And Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. We are tracing godly seed. We are tracing what? Go to verse 9. This is the account of Noah. This is the account of what? Noah. <laughs> Come back to King James. No one found favor. I just wanted to use, I just wanted to know that sometimes the Bible used interchangeably the word favor and the word grace. Are we here or are you here or you've gone home? Okay. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and a perfect in his generation. Now watch this. When God was getting ready to strike and destroy the evil that was in the world, there was a qualification he found in the man. The Bible said the man was just and perfect in his what? Generation. It's not enough to pay your children's school fees to a very good school. Mm. 
you must make sure you keep the godly seed. Listen, don't develop the habit of coming to church and keeping the children at home. Today I'm going to show you why God chose Abraham. I'm going to show you what God found in Abraham's heart and he chose him to become a friend. Let's go slowly. We'll get there very soon. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just and a perfect man in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Come on, let's go. And Noah begat three sons. Shem, Ham, and what? Talk to me. Shem, Ham, and what? So Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord according to the Bible's description. Huh? And the Bible says Noah was what? Perfect and what? In his what? Generation. Exclamation. Can you come back to verse number 9 and open up that one? Noah was perfect in his what? <laughs> that means that <laughs> God didn't separate this man that he used to preserve the human race from his generation. All right. So whilst you are sitting here, whatever you are doing, God cannot separate you from your generation. It's not possible for God to call. It's not possible for God to call you and not think about your children. The Bible never separate this man of God, Noah. Huh? He never did that. He separated this man of God. Used to spare humanity from his generation. Because you see, when everything died, Noah, now all of us, our descendants come from Noah. Everything from Adam to whoever died. So all of us came from Noah. Noah is the one God used and his generation to bring the human race again. The covenant is still ongoing. We are tracing the godly seed. Look at somebody say godly seed. And that includes Noah and his family in the covenant and the plan of salvation. Now look at the plan of salvation. Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 18. The same chapter 6 verse number 18. Let's check the plan of salvation. Ah, after that, he said, but with thee I will establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark. And thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy son's wife with thee. So the moment God come to you to call you, he's thinking about your wife, your sons, your daughters, and your son's wife. So God was specific. He couldn't separate the man from his generation. It's not possible. I'm not just dealing with you. So listen, every covenant you have here, all the mantles you are receiving, all the anointing you are receiving, the children born and unborn, God is already counting them in. He's already counting them in. That is why God will go to the extra mile and fight anything from your background that doesn't want you to have children. If only you cooperate with him, he's going to make sure you have children because he's thinking about your generation. This message can open somebody's womb. This message can open somebody's womb. So he couldn't stop. Even Sarah was in Nigeria, but because of generational thinking, God opened her womb. Because once God, oh Jesus, I feel like preaching this thing. Once God starts talking, we are talking about crossing with our generations. And let me say this one that your spirit will pick here. That is why the devil makes sure that your great grandfather was an idol worshiper. Because he can only produce a counterfeit version of what God has done. If God will sing a generation of godly seed, then let me find generation of evil seed. So actually, if you were the first to become born again, then God is using you to fight a battle. 
She want to cut off something. Oh, Jesus. So the first covenant God made with Noah after the flood was a reiteration of the original covenant of creation. What did I say? It was a reiteration. How do I know that? It's in Genesis chapter 1, verse number. He made with Adam in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 28. I want us to compare something. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Everybody look at the script. Look at this. And God blessed them. This is the first comma. This was called the Adamic covenant. And God said, What did God say, honey? Talk to me. What did God say? God said, Be what? And what? And replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. This is the one the devil came to temper with it. How did God reiterate on that covenant? Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. Watch it. Now he has jumped to Noah. He has established a covenant on chapter 6. He has gone to the ark. He has come back. God is not talking. And the Lord blessed Noah. Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 20. Come there. And pause this one. And the Lord blessed them. Who are them? Adam and Eve. They were the first one. Adam and Eve. So the Lord blessed them. Now come to verse number 27 because I saw that you were mixing it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him. Male and female created he them. Let's continue. So this is talking about it. And God did what? And God said unto them. Let's see the reiteration. The reiteration means that the devil has come to mess things up. God is raising a new generation. So the second covenant is a reiteration of the new, of the first covenant. Chapter 9 and verse number 1. Watch this. And God bless Noah the reason why I didn't mention sons is that Adam has not given birth yet but still uh, God used the word seed so when you have the children is seed when you have the children is son when you don't have them is seed so every woman here is carrying a seed no we are crossing with our generation you can't cross mentally the Lord told me you can never continue this without preaching this one no, it will not work. He said that you have to go and tell them that they are crossing with their generations. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, No, 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 wait. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. I want you to catch this one. A reiteration of the first one. If it's generational, if it was there was a damage, God will come and repair. Because God will not sit down. That is why the devil cannot touch your children forever. He may start by using them, trying to confuse you. But because of the generational blessing, no, he cannot steal them forever. He may try to interrupt, but it will not work. Because this thing is generational. Once you come to understand it, you will not worry about a child that is not learning, a child that is disobedient, a child that is trying to rebel. It's generational. They, they have no way of escape. No, it will not work. Huh? And God blessed them. And God blessed the male and the female. And God said unto them, Be what? Come on, Genesis chapter 9, and verse number 2. Watch this. Verse 1. Huh? And God blessed Noah and his sons. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. 
so it's a reiteration of the first covenant I'm going to reiterate for what you did but God didn't bless no one no he blessed him and his sons because he never had a daughter oh yourself that's what it is this thing brings us assurance and peace no why do you want to cross and leave the generation behind now let me tell you the difference between you and your great grandfather they went for the idols because they didn't understand this number one it was ignorant what is the number one enemy of faith what is the number one enemy of faith it, no it's a lie it's not fear it's not here the most devastating enemy of fear number one is ignorant of god's word you see, you see anytime fear come it is the absence of the word so no, number one enemy of faith is ignorant of god's word the reason the sickness is there is that you don't have revelation about the scripture that talk about divine health the reason the poverty is there is that you have no yet so my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge not fear the reason why fear is not really a very strong weapon is because you only have to import it for you to come it's an imported goose no it's not something that is in your nature you were not created with fear you imported there was no fear in the garden of Eden. That is why God said, I, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. If I didn't give it to you, then you imported it. What did God give you? He said, he gave you the spirit of power. Gave you the spirit of love. Gave you the spirit of sound mind. Fear was not part of it. But the number one enemy of faith is lack of knowledge or ignorance of God's way. About the situation you are dealing with. That is the number one, the, the most devastating enemy. So he said, Man, people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. And God blessed Noah and his sons and, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth. Let's keep going. Let's see something here. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast on the earth and upon every fowl of the earth, upon all the all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea, unto your hand are they delivered so it's it's like back to the garden of eden so man has tamed all kinds of things tamed lions tamed that everything because god said that <laughs> so the verse 2 is a demonstration of dominion you see the only difference between this covenant noah one and adam one is that God was able to get more specific and include Noah's sons and daughters. Adam, he didn't include his sons and daughters because Adam has not given birth yet. But with this one, the difference between them is that he said, I will bless you and your sons. This is it. <laughs> the sons, the sons, Eh? grew up with their father eh? their father takes them on a journey from feeding bottle to crutch and nursery to JSS 
to where SSS to university and then if possible they finish achievements of the father and then the father come to the place and plateau now where the father plateaus and end that is where this guy begins Now hear this, don't get it wrong. There's a reason you are not clapping. This has nothing to do with whatever you have the house or whatever money you left. No. This is ordained by God. Your roof becomes his platform. Now, if you do well, it's an addition. So this boy walking with his father and coming here it's not me that is trying to pull him god has him in mind now how do i know god has this boy in mind when this boy was not yet conceived in the time of season by this time i shall return your wife shall conceive and have a son you shall call his name isaac and i will establish my covenant it means i'm traveling with the team i'm going i'm not stopping I'm not stopping. Look at your neighbor. I'm crossing with my generation. No, no, no. Wake, wake up and announce it to three people. Tell them I'm crossing with my born and unborn children. I don't care what the devil thinks and what the devil is doing. I am not going there alone. I'm not leaving anybody behind. I'm crossing with born and unborn children. I can't hear you talking. And if you finish announcing it, you better give the Lord a shout because something is coming your way. sit down along the line there was a mistake that happened that brought a cursed generation it's not part but i have to give you that one as a little detour before i come back are you getting it because something happened now because of the generational thinking you have to be careful with your actions because whatever you do can affect the generations that is why I tell people you have to be very careful the generational thinking does not permit that's why i try to warn you don't chase people's husbands don't chase people's wives don't do some things because everything you are doing god has generations in mind it might not stop the process but it will make things complicated for the generation as a result of what they did number two i'm going to also show you that because of the generational thinking don't try to fight your parents Because it is the only way you put a curse in your future. Mm. Let's go there. I love to bring it from the word of God. So we are not trying to tell you so that, uh, what is that he trying to say? Go to Genesis chapter 9. Go to Genesis chapter 9. Let's read from verse number 20. Genesis chapter 9 verse number 20. And Noah began to be a husband man and he planted a vineyard. Watch this. And he drank of the vine and was drunken and he was uncovered within his tent. Now wait. Come to verse. Come to the New Living Translation. And come to verse number 20. I want you to come out. After the flood. Noah began to cultivate the ground. And he planted a vineyard. <clears throat> one day he drank some wine. He has made. Fermented one. And he became drunk. And lay naked inside his tent. Ham 
the father of Canaan. Ham, the father of Canaan. Ham, the father of Canaan. Ham, the father of Canaan. Saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Japheth took a rope. Give me usher clothes. Took a rope. Let me show you what they did. I want to show you something. Whether it's spiritual father. Whether it's God gave me this revelation 12 years ago. I was in a very pitch. Eh? This man is a father. Francis lie here. Lie down on the ground. Naked. One son came to look at the old man drunk naked. She went back and said, Come and see the Akokra. Naked. Two other sons came back. This is what they did. Stand here. They heard the cloth. And they went back like this. And they covered. So one day something happened to you. The Lord told me, Cover the nakedness of your father. You must get this one. Don't clap. What is the difference between Ham and Shem and Japheth? Ham's action is a dishonor. Shem and Japheth was honor. As you see me preach, you may see a lot of mistakes maybe I'm doing. Because you have not been in my position before. Stand there. Hold it. When you see it, it's not in your good interest to sit in your bedroom with your husband and start gossiping. Come back like this. Now hear this. In the New Testament, you cover your father's nakedness by praying for him. And you had opportunity to talk to him. You talk to him in a godly way. So these guys went back and covered their father's nakedness. What's the difference between Sham, Shem and Japheth? And Ham. Ham went to witness what brought him to the earth. Which he is not supposed to. But Japheth and Shem said no. It's no good for us to have a picture of the old man's nakedness. They went back and they covered the nakedness of the old man. Watch this. Held it. And Shem and Japheth took a rope. Held it over their shoulders. And back into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way. So they would not see him naked. So if you want to see the nakedness of father, you will see it. When I talk about parents, they are two. I gave you the children obey your parents in the law. Spiritual father, that's me. Honor your father and your mother. Biological. God acknowledged the two because sometimes when the biological ones reject you, it is the spiritual one that must take you. Now hear this. Now some of you here, I have taught you things your biological father didn't teach you. So my place in it it's very crucial. Now watch this. And the cover is nakedness. We'll not see him naked. When Noah wake up from his, his stopper or his drunk, 
He learned what harm has done. Look at the King James first. I want to do, I want to look at the King James. This one is trying to run a commentary. And Noah awoke from his wife and knew. How did he knew? By word of knowledge. By intuition. He knew what the younger son has done to him. Because this guy couldn't have gone to tell the old man that our brother did this. Mm. They cover him, but the man picked it because he was a prophet. Was the old man actually right? No. Did the old man did right? No. But it is not in your courtroom to judge. It's higher than you. It's not the nakedness of somebody who's not wearing dress alone. It's about talking about people's weaknesses. Because let me tell you something. God has never used perfect people. Never. Never. I want to show you something here. Don't forget. We're talking about crossing generationally. Stand up. Francis, your nakedness are covered. Amen. And no one woke up from his wife and knew what his younger son has done to him. Watch this. Ha. And he said, curse be Canaan. Now, do you know what he did? Do you know what he did? I'm surprised what the old man did. Nobody didn't pronounce a curse on the man who went to see his nakedness. He pronounced it on his firstborn. Come to verse 20 and read it again from verse 20. You understand? Come to. And Noah began to be a husbandman and drink. Okay. 22. Go to 22. Uh, 22. And Ham, the father of what? Give me the New Living Translation. Huh? Ham, the father of what? So, who, is, who gave birth to Canaan? Who saw the nakedness of Noah? So, what has Canaan done? I'm going to show you something. When the perverted thinking came in, if the devil, if Noah pronounced the curse on Ham, he has already given birth to Canaan. So he does not travel. But Cana has never had a child yet. So hear this. Even the devil, when he's trying to destroy, he target generation. If Adam gave birth to Abel before he sinned, Abel could have been free. At the time Adam sinned, the seven, 14 billion people, the seven that have died and the seven that are on the earth, we are all trapped in his permanentosia. So he sinned with his sperm. Look at how the thing is. I'm telling you, it's generational. Anytime you slip out of the track and you come, and the other side begin to pronounce judgment. They don't look at what Elisha told Gehazi. May the leprosy of Naaman cleave to you and your seed. We have to be very careful. We have to be very careful. Now, when I started studying this, I realized that Ham prospered. Ham was doing well. But I'm going to show you something. Yes, sir. Huh? It didn't affect him now. It never affected Canaan. Now, watch this. Canaan was the firstborn. He didn't see the nakedness. That is why I told you that. Because of the generational career, be careful your mistakes. Because the devil may not necessarily come after you. Go after the generation. If somebody pronounce a curse on me, Nana, come. It does not affect my son. 
As far as he has already come to the earth and his mind is own business, whatever you pronounce for me does not affect him. But it could have been dangerous when I have not given birth to him yet. Oh, okay. okay. Are you getting the picture? So Noah, if he be a generational thinker, didn't curse him. Because when I curse him, I will not see the effect. I won't even my dead to see the effect of the curse. But Cana has never given birth yet. So once he pronounces it on Cana, it's going to travel. Now look at the nature of the case. Look at the nature of the case. I think verse number 25 there about. That is where we are. And he said, Case be Cana. A servant of servants shall that be unto his brethren. Come back to the New Living Translation. Look at the way he did it. Look at the way he did it. Look at the way he did it. Then he cursed Cana, the son of Ham. May Cana be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, May the Lord God of Shem be blessed and may Cana be a servant. So he used Shem as the blessed one. And one day when Shem is blessed, the one that must serve Shem is Cana. Now, these people, Canaan, rose up as descendants in the land that flowed with Milk and Annie. They were Canaanites. When you go back, I don't want to go there. When you go back, when Israel crossed from the promised land and landed, all their servants were Canaanites. Now, go and check the time of Noah to the time the Israelites crossed to the promised land. Yes. At least from Abraham Christ, 300 is 430. We, I, I'm here to calculate from Noah to Abraham. But the curse will not go. I brought this one in as a warning. So that we'll be careful the things we do. Because God showed me today that most of the trouble we go through, we invited it. And that's why I say that the greatest enemy of faith is ignorance of God's word. Maybe Ham was ignorant. So, Jesus Christ, Ham's actually make his son become a servant. It doesn't affect your time. Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the Lord. Go to verse number 27 and look at this. <laughs> May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the prosperity of Shem. And may Canaan be a servant. So both Japheth and Shem. Who this is the what I did here. You want a generational blessing? Cover the nakedness of your father. <laughs> both spiritual, biological. Even Africa, especially Ghana. I pray that God will open our eyes to come to the place to understand parenthood. When I see pastors who try to fight spiritual fathers and things, I look at them and say, do you know the Bible? Do you read it? It's not the man that will catch you. The man doesn't have power. It goes beyond him. No. When the case leaves circuit court to the court of appeal, it has gone to another realm. Now, in fact, this is the interesting thing about the case. When the case leaves, a case leaves court of appeal to Supreme Court, everything done in court of appeal is irrelevant. Lawyer. That's what it is. Is that not it? Once the whatever, when the court of when when the Supreme Court gives justice, eh, 
override and nullify whatever been given at court of appeal. So when the case leaves the natural to the supernatural, it is not with man again. I'm preaching. We just have to be careful when we preach it. People will say, like, you are trying to say something. We need to know. It's not enough to go to battle. You must know the strategy of your enemy. It is not to do for war. You have to, these are all things in the Bible. It's not your interest. What do you get from it? The Bible says, walk in love. You don't lose walking in love. The fact that you are angry that so many consequences does not come with your anger. The fact that you are offended that so many consequences does not come with your offended. The Bible says, be angry and say not. So you have the right to be angry, but make sure you don't say. I saw one guy talking about some man of God. He mentioned great fathers about five. God is not with them. And I'm saying that <laughs> if they put you and them on the scale, the sin you are committing have they? Because even we that are also righteous, we are afraid to talk about them. Now, is it true that Noah is drunk? Yes. But don't touch the anointing. This is a man that built a ship for 100 years. He has been drunk, but he has labored for God. And God cannot overlook it. Yes, sir. This is a man God used to preserve the human race. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ah. Yes, sir. You don't want to hear the truth. No. Control yourself. Even a fool, when he keeps quiet. Bible says, considered once. Give the Lord a clap of it. That is why sometimes people who don't like talking has a greater advantage. Because, let me say it again silence cannot be misquoted. Silence cannot be. What did he say that you are going to quote? Silence can never be misquoted. It's possible that relationship didn't work because you like talking. Right. How many people's mouth has put them into trouble? Mm. The Bible says the tongue is a fire. They say we have tamed sheep and tamed horses, but the tongue no one can tame. Tame it. Tame it. God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth and no one made these guys became a servant to their brother. Wow. So all these Canaanites, the Canaanites that were in the land that God destroyed and put Abraham there, they are all brothers with the descendants of Abraham come from the descendants of Shem. One day I'll trace you to Japheth. And the people that were there, the Canaanites that they destroyed Jesus Christ. You know, there are two nations God brought them out. He said, I'll brought out the name of Amalekite. There is no country called Amalekite. It cannot even trace as a former name. You can talk about Gokos and Ghana. But we can't find a nation that used to be called Amalekite. The, 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 the Palestinians are still keeping their name. They are the Philistines. Where are the Amalekites? Go say, I'll wipe them off. From the face, God goes where when the word comes out of God, man, who are the Canaanites? They are all servants. What are the consequences of 
Ham's act of dishonoring his father. What is the what is the consequence of Haman? <laughs> Nothing happened immediately. So when they said that thing, it is important to go back and say you are sorry. Because the father nothing has happened, so nothing is going to happen. It must be there way to the root. Go back and make peace with your parents. Go back. Yeah? Don't you see the way I passionately pray for people that want them here when I sense they have a problem with their mother? Are you at peace with your father? Because sometimes when they come, I can see the cat standing like a giant behind them. And wherever they go, you see the thing following them. Then I'll ask them, what's the relationship between me and your father? I say, I have no, we have not been speaking. And I say, go back. Honor your father and your mother. He didn't say when they are Christians. Mm. Oh Lord, they are not listening to me. <laughs> yeah, you may think that, oh daddy, is there anybody here that is uh, you have no idea it's possible half of these people here though they are not in good terms with their father All right. mm. some people they don't talk to their parents they can't even introduce them somebody told his mother send her on what man can't you be a son? i'm your child hey. exodus chapter 12 chapter 20 verse 12. so Cana became a servant to japheth and to ham the generational principle here is that when you dishonor your your past by dishonoring your parents you curse your future when you dishonor your past by dishonoring your parents you curse your future nobody curses you it is the only commandment with promise it is a commandment with longevity attached exodus chapter 20 verse 12 honor thy father and thy mother is it mother or mother? Honor thy father and thy mother. And that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So go to America, long life. Europe, long life. Australia, long life. Ghana, long life. Neutral, long life. Pram, pram, long life. Your days may be long. That means you are exempted from incurable diseases. You are exempted from killer diseases. Your days may be long. This is it. Amen. You have the right to preach what you are preaching. Yes. I honor my parents. Even the one that didn't take care of me, I'm taking care of him. And why are you doing such a thing? I am obeying scripture. I don't want to be ignorant of God's word. And I will share me. Maybe. Maybe if you took care of me, I won't be here. Can I stand here and complain? I don't have anything to complain. Now, where I'm standing, should I go and beg for one bag of rice? Can you imagine I stood here and say, please, tomorrow can somebody bless me with a bag of rice? Where you are sitting, you have nothing to complain. Honor thy father and thy mother. What is the problem of this generation? Practicing of the word. Not hearing. You have the tendency to hear the word. Oh, the way this generation sit down to hear the word of God is so amazing. Comfortably, some are typing, 
some are writing yes, some are uh, uh, screenshotting yes, <laughs> they appear like but the problem of this generation is practicing of the word yeah. not hearing of the word practicing of the word so we have become a generation that we deceive ourselves we hear but we don't practice he gave every sound of the jamai from top to the bottom we don't do practicing of the word even pastors don't practice it pastors, go and see pastors talking against one another as if they are going to different heaven they can create enmity between one another because of you congregation we behave as if we, we are the one who died for you. Uh-huh. No. Who said we practice the word of God? No. Nobody should pray for love. It's a wrong prayer. Yes, sir. Never pray that God should give you love. The Bible said the love of God is shed abroad in our heart. So the love is there. We don't practice. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You lay hands on people, they stop in their car, they are talking about you. This is this generation. It's a spirit. If you don't fight it, it will put you into trouble. Yes, a, a spirit, external forces. Loose talk. No. You can't bridle your tongue. It's not just a conversation. It's not any conversation you get. Have you not gone to your friend's house and talk and when you finish, your heart is grief? Has it happened to somebody before? You, you join some people in a conversation. By the time you finish, you feel uncomfortable. It means that the Holy Ghost is... John said that when your heart condemns you, then God is condemning you. That is God is warning you that don't get there again. I used to have some pastor friends who go there, they'll put this one there. They'll all say, stay away from them. He says, you will never be anointed by talking against the anointed. It's easy <laughs> to stand back and watch people who are in the forefront mm. and see all their mistakes until you get there. Yes, sir. If it's just us, there may be house of faith to be good for us for this compound. You know why we are building this thing? We have generations in mind. Yeah. So let me tell you something. I'm a generational thinker. I'm a generational thinker. I'm a generational thinker. Let's go to the next covenant and then I'll get out of your way. Hallelujah. Now we are still tracing the godly seed. Now we are stepping from the Nohani covenant. Let's step to the Abrahamic covenant. I'll end there. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3. Everything I'm playing is coming to that man. I'm going to show you. That is the man put there that every family of the earth. I'm going to show you why the earth is suffering. The reason the earth is suffering is that the people that must rule are not ruling. I'm going, I'm going to show you, boy. Wait a second. I'm going to show you. <laughs> He said, <laughs> how did Paul put it? He said that, 
The earth is groaning, waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God, not politicians. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, get thee out. I've quoted this scripture several times. Get thee out of your country and from kindred. Uh -huh. And go to the New Living Translation, you'll come out better. The Lord has said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to a land that I will show you. Why your fathers? That is where the idols are coming from. Uh, I will make of you a great nation. Oh. <laughs> when I was studying this thing, eh, something I've never seen strike me very strong. Just in case when I come there, I forget. Father, you'll be happy God is telling you that your children are going to be presidents. And your children are going to be great men. But will you be happy when God say that your children are going to be slaves for 400 years? Do you know the things Abraham had? Your descendants are going to be slaves. I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. And I will bless those who bless you. And curse those who curse you. And, and, and say, I'm, the King James is too much in me. And curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families, hey, all the families, hey, all generation, all the families on the earth will be blessed through you. Wow. All the families, <laughs> all the families, all the families. Look at somebody and say, You are crossing with your generation. Tell the person you are crossing, you are crossing. No, no, text to somebody and say, You are crossing with your generation. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. Wow. All the families of the earth. In these are all. The King James said. In these are all the families of the earth to be blessed. Hey. Have you seen that God is referring back to the original culture with Noah? In the covenant of creation. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 1. Let me show you Genesis chapter 1 verse 22 in connection with this one. And God blessed them and said, be fruitful and fill the earth and govern it and reign over the fish of the sea and the birds and the sky and all the animals. That's, give me the King James Version. Genesis 1 28. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth. Replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish. Replenish the earth. Replenish what? The earth. Replenish the earth. Ha! Ha! The first time God gave this mandate was to Adam. Now he's talking to Abraham. In this shall all the families of the earth be what? They'll be what? They'll be what? The next time God gave it to Noah, it was still very general. But this time God is very specific. Now let, let's move. Number one. <laughs> For this thing to happen, Abraham have to break a generational curse by leaving the family. Mm. Ah. Mm -hmm. ah. Leave your father. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 2 verse 1. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, New Living Translation, Get thee. The Lord has said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go. Boy, it means that. The moment he left, he's breaking a generational case. Now, if you have listened to my message about the patterns in the bloodline, I have shown you from the descendants of Ham 
why the idol worship started with terror so i'm not going to go back because i'm talking about generational blessing somebody say hallelujah to jesus christ your father's house his country his people once abraham obeyed this command god could give him a glorious future so if you don't get safe and come out of the family the case continues there is no way to fake it if god said leave can you imagine abraham left his father's house in pram pram and hired a house in mutual in order not to be close go to a land i will show you i will give you the destination when we get there i will let you know pra, 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 pra. the hebrew writer say he went to a place that he did not know where he was going it means i don't come near where i'm trying to so the first step of walking in the generational blessing is that the generational case must be broken are you following me don't worry i'm going to some place it will get better hallelujah let's go through the scriptures huh god is dealing with the generation god is dealing with the generations abraham past and his future so once we see god he starts dealing with generation he come to your past and he begin to predict your future now get out of your father's house leave that place it's an idol worship background leave the place and go to a land that i'll show you amen is it genesis chapter 11 that is the descendants of Shem. In verse number 10. Let's go there very quickly. Some of them are new. This is the account of Shem's family. Two years after the great flood. Shem was 100 years and begat our father. Keep going. Uh-huh. And after the birth of Asada, he lived 500 years and had other sons and daughters. They are not mentioned. Those of you who are not here. Asada was 35 years old and became the father of Selah. Jump to verse 14. No, skip it. Uh-huh. Selah was 30 years old and became the father of Eber skip it 16 eba was 34 years old and became the father of perek uh-huh. when perek was 30 years old he became the father of what Riu. okay Riu was 32 years old and became the father of what seruk uh-huh seruk was 30 years old and became the father of naho uh-huh naho was 29 years old and became the father of atera don't jump keep going after the birth of terra naho leave this and have sons and daughters keep going Terah was 70 years. Everybody say 70. 70. Why is everybody in your family generations is becoming millionaire in 30s? And you were your 70 before. This is where spiritual investigation must start. Terah was 70 years old and he became the father of what? Firstborn. He's the one God came to pick. Leave your father. Why was it 70 years? Why? I was a 70 years. Why? Who knows the scripture in the book of Joshua? 24 what? Okay. Go there. Joshua chapter 24 verse 2. And Joshua Simon, give me the King James Version. And Joshua said to the people, that says the Lord, God of Israel, your fathers dwell on the Oche, dwell on the other side. Of the flood in the old time, even terror. He's the only one whose name was mentioned. Yes, the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor, and they serve other gods. So that is where that is the reason for the 70 years. He has shifted from the God of Shem, who established a covenant through Noah. Now he has jumped to the God of the idols. 
This guy is a Ghanaian. So this is it. Your father. And so when God came here and said, Leave, he was breaking the case. So the delays of childbirth is not God, it's from this house. From here. Because their sorrows will multiply, they are hasting after other God. Don't pamper it. You are fighting a battle, and God will give you victory. I say the almighty God will give you victory. It's not your fault. You have done nothing wrong. It's not nothing to do with abortion your day. Some did 32 and they still have children. Talking about somebody sin and then hey, that's the reason why. What are you talking about? Even Jezebel has a husband. Oh no. I don't want to hear that. I've read the Bible. Even Jezebel. And not just a husband. He was married to a president. Stop that deception the devil is telling you and what you did in the past, what he did in the past. I said, Jezebel has a husband. Even Saul became Paul and an apostle. A murderer. He said, Jesus Christ came to save sinners. I'm number one. So when you go to the list of the sin, Paul is first. It's not it. It's coming from somewhere. Leave your father and your mother. Go to Ananda. I will show you. This is where the thing is coming from. And this particular terror, he is also the father of Sarah. Genesis chapter 20, verse 12. This is where Abraham had lied that my wife is my sister. Go to verse number 10. Watch this. Watch this. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What, what sawest thou that thou hast done this thing? Why? And Abraham said, Go to verse number 8. Watch this. Uh huh. Therefore, Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told them all these things in their ears, and they were also afraid. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, Why, what hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee that thou hast brought unto me on and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done that has done this unto me that ought not to be done. Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sowest thou that thou hast done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. But let me tell you the truth, indeed. And yet, indeed, she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. So Sarah's father is terror. Abraham's father is terror. This is it. Now, is it surprise you? I don't worship people love insects. It is the problem with a nation that could have been a superpower. It's called India. Best knowledge, best doctors, best everything. But you sit down and look at me when I'm preaching. You take it light. Because you are boy, your boyfriend is India, you are quiet. <laughs> what does he change? What does he change? Then how can he talk like that, my boyfriend? So what? What does he really change? Now, come back to Genesis chapter where Terah is. Get, take me to back to where Terah and now where. Uh-huh. And Terah was 17 years old and, had be- and became the father of what? 
Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. Now, have you noticed that from Shem, we don't mention all the children. We only mention firstborn. This is the time all the children. And all of them have sons and daughters. Uncountable. Only him has three. Now, second one, idol worship. This is a question. I'm showing the consequence of idol worship. Number two, you see that all the children are counted. Once you see all of them counted, there's no firstborn. I'll show you that in the spirit. No. You only become firstborn when you make it. So if you are last born, you become millionaire automatically the firstborn. That's what it is. Now, number two, what it is? Huh. All of them buried their father. From Sam all the way to Nahor. Nahor was the father of Tedah. Everybody buried their father. This is the first time a father is burying his son. What it is? What it is? This is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran was the father of Lot. So who is the father of Lot? Okay. So Lot, eh? Stay there. Lot, Lot, Lot. It's Abraham's junior brother's son. This is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran was the father of Lot. Keep going. But Haran died in air of Chadis, the land of his birth. Why his father Terah was still living? Have you seen what the Bible says? Why? Because that's never happened. Never. Never in that descendant. He died where his father was still living. So the idols will start killing children. And on the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. May the Lord execute judgment on all the gods in your mother's house and your father's house. As we are crossing to the other side, may the Lord judge all the gods in your father's house who are causing premature death, incurable disease, delays in marriage, delays in childbirth, delays in academic excellence. I say, may God's judgment descend on death. And if you are shouting, army, may the Lord fight for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are still some gods. Oh, this, the complicated one is the one that has moved from analog to Jigeta. Your father is not now a fetish spirit, but he belongs to a secret society. Occultism. Wearing strange dresses. Complicated. And God will, I'm telling you, the curse is going to be something. I don't know why man get themselves. When I read the Bible, I say, Lord, we people get themselves into trouble. Who can fight this God? Because of your little money he gave to you. Oh, no, the devil is a disease. But Haran died in the air of Chadis. That if you are watching me, you are dead. Don't follow the devil. There's nothing he can offer you. I want to tell Listen to me. Come and let's give you prophetic covering. Come to Christ. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. That thing is deception. That false little money is given to you. He's stealing your soul. No money can buy your soul. If a man gets the whole world and loses his soul, it means that the whole world money is equivalent cost. It cannot buy your soul. Come to Jesus. Live. Listen. Live. Live that. Live that. Live. Live. That church that don't mention the name of Jesus. Live. But Haram died in the hour of Chadis. In the land of Sinativity. Why his father Terah was still living? Watch this. <laughs> Meanwhile, Abraham and Nahor both married. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarah. Abraham married a half sister. It means that apart from that, Terah was also in polygamy. Mm. Hmm? Mm. Abraham said he's the mother 
he is the daughter of my father but not the daughter of my mother so abraham's mother's ekra eba ene sarah because they have this when, when you go to some of those people that worship idols is there they have insects they marry and because Sarah was beautiful they have a way of making sure let's keep the beauty they marry so they mix the blood what happens is that the children became that is why God pulled him out so God said leave so the generational curse started getting broken by leaving can we go there leave I don't want to have anything to do with any idol any traditional celebration in my background i don't want to have anything to do with it i don't want to have anything to do with it i don't want to. and those of you who are uh, traditionalist christians you are going nowhere you will see the consequence later on jesus said that i love those who are hot and i love those who are cold but the motromojo people i hate them so i'll vomit you out one leg for christ one leg for the world Huh? Uh-huh. Then you are there. I brought you. You are there. You are there. When I was so quickly, and I was so. All kinds of things. But when I was there, be boom, 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 boom. Now on the song, and he did You are tradition. Some of you, your engagement, you let them pull a bitch. The tiasa, the pona would dim. Who is going to marry you? No. And now you are struggling with immorality. You are. Some of them are in church, but they'll send their children to go and do it. You send them. He's in the charismatic Pentecostal church. You send them. This is what Jesus said about it. You make the word of God of none effect by the traditions of your father. Be careful with tradition. I will not compromise the scriptures. I am coming from there. I am from a chieftaincy family. I am from a daunting. That is where I'm coming from. I know how it works. I know the struggles he made people go through. I've seen brilliant uncle who has nothing to show. I've seen brilliant aunties who couldn't stay in matrimonial home. I've seen it. Devastating weapon. When the devil stepped there and started destroying. Jesus Christ. You. Yeah. Traditionally square star. Sitting in church and speaking in tongues. You can't have what is inside you when the opportunity comes. So you'll be open your mind. Don't sit here like you are holy. You can't every action is a direct product of a thought. Every action is the direct product of a thought. Man listening say a thought will an action. An action will rip a habit. A habit will rip a character. And a character will rip a destination. Some of the girls say, I'm going to ask you, I'm worship, sir. What do you need to now start this whole book? Killing me. Most of the girls start to say, sir. I'm going to say, sir. I'm going to say, sir. I'm going to say, sir. Some people do not assume that they know. They know where they are coming from. I didn't know who. I didn't know. And then I meet two two niyamem free who. On to two, on to two, on to two. Oh, and nothing else here. Bomb pie, you know. 
When Paul told them walk in the spirit, he was writing to a church. It was the church in Galatia that told walk in the spirit and not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Don't deceive yourself. Share a war. Now, all this thing they used to play it entertainment time in school. Do you remember school entertainment time? People only come to SU when there is examination time. You see, SU numbers has increased. Your trails have been Atlantic. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm telling you the truth. Shall you also know I found a sonomuye? Let me tell you something, eh? The Adamic in nature, you don't break it one day. It's a process. Udi Agra. Ube buttons in the Ukrainufu. Another. Amayo, 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 no Ukrain, no button. When you have a bat, what's on? Now, baby, I will never see you now. Lift your two hands and pray in the spirit for one minute. Pray in the spirit for one minute. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Pray that prayer for one minute. In the name of Jesus. Let me finish my message. I have to finish. I'm a finisher. And God showed Abraham specifically how he was going to do it through Abraham and his future. So we have traced up to terror. Do you remember? Huh? In you. All the families of the earth will be what? Blessed. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. So, watch this. And the Lord said to him, Leave your father and leave your country and go to a land I will show you. Next verse. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make your name famous and you. And you will be a blessing to others. Uh-huh. And I will bless those who bless you and curse those who bless you. And all the families of the earth. All the families of the earth. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. That means that God is going to use Abraham to begin a generational blessing. I need a louder amen than that. God is going to use Abraham to start what? A generational blessing that will positively affect every family on earth. That generational blessing will positively affect every family on earth because in you all the families of the earth Amen. i said we are crossing with our generations now even if you die at the age of 90 100 and jesus decided to come the next thousand or two thousand years now when you read the bible eh? apostle paul said redeem the time because the days are near it's been two thousand we are still here because the Bible says one day is equivalent to a thousand years to go. So, right from even Jesus came, he said, the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is near. But two thousand plus has come to go. Two thousand means nothing to go. It doesn't mean anything to go. So, it's possible that you, by the time Jesus came, God will still raise about 20 generations of time. So, this message is very crucial. God is going to use Abraham to start a generational blessing that will affect every family positively on earth. Somebody shout amen to Jesus Christ. So, what, how is that going to be in our time now? Abraham's time is on the family. 
Does it mean that everybody on earth is going to bless you? No. God has to use the families to carry the blessing. God is going to use the families here to carry the blessing of the gospel to the world. So, the Old Testament and the New Testament, the blessing starts with receiving Christ. It's a blessing to have a family that, so don't let us take it for granted though. Remember, you said something that was very interesting. He said that today you are leaving your husband because he said he's drunk. Hmm. He said his father was a drunker, but he permitted his mother. And who knows that was what came out with that great man of God. Hmm. But you see, the generational God, he pulled him from the idol worship background. And now he's an apostle to the world. Amen. So he used all the families of the world. I'm going to come down along the line, but I want to show you that. The families of the head to be blessed means that we carry the gospel. We carry the gospel. We carry that physically, by our substance, by our money, by any means. In you shall all the families of the head be what? Bless. Genesis chapter 12 and verse number ready, 11. Hmm. Hey. Ha. Abraham's family brings about the fulfillment of the blessing on the head. <laughs> With the coming man. So when Jesus Christ came, do you know where Jesus came? Do you know Jesus came from Abraham's family? Eh? He traced uh, to David and they go down uh, to. If you go and read the account of Joseph and Mary, uh, one of them from the Levitical angle, and then Jesus Christ was born. So when God promised the seed of the woman, everything was preparing. So it is Abraham's family God used to raise the Jewish people. It's the Jewish people that God, out of them, trapped, got the Messiah to come. And then his own received him not. Where do we connect to Abraham in the New Testament? Galatians 3.13 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on the tree. Look at the next verse, you love it. That the blessings of Abraham, that the blessing may come unto where? Me and you, who are we? So how do we connect to the Abrahamic blessing? Through Christ. In you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So we get connected to the Abrahamic covenant to Christ. And the Messiah came from Abraham. In you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now if the Messiah has come, then the blessing is we carry the gospel. Which means that anybody that has not heard the gospel is not part of the Abrahamic blessing. And if it is not the Abrahamic blessing, it cannot travel generational. You can leave the legacy. You can leave a business, but the son that pick it will be a gay. It's happening all over the world. It's happening all over the world. Lesbian, somewhere. And that means that once they get to the realm of self and marriage, what they are saying is that we are ending the generational flow. That is what I'm going to show you before we close. Once we see those things coming, the generational flow is going to get. You can still give birth. Look at it. Assuming we marry, now there's another thing. You go to some countries in the Euro, people marry and they sign a bond that we are not going to have children. Are you getting it? We are not going to have children. It means that when you marry your wife and you decide that you are saying, say, we are going to adopt a child, you can do everything to get a child, but the child is not coming from your generation. That means that the generational flow is defeated. If, if you do artificial examination by taking somebody's sperm, and giving it to your wife it is not from your generation 
That is why God didn't accept Ishmael. He said, one coming from your own loins. Because the blessing is that Sarah will be the mother of many nations. So it might come from the two of you. I've already pronounced a generational blessing. So I'm speaking from the two of you. This one is from the flesh, but this one is coming from the spirit. Ishmael is of the flesh, but Isaac is of the spirit. Ishmael is from That is the one from Mansena. Now watch this. It says it's called Agar. It's different from the one from Ansena. And it said that Ishmael is not of the promise. Isaac is of the promise. That means that I will accept him as your son. But what I want to do, I can't do it through him. That means that there is no way Abraham was trying to convince God to accept Ishmael. He said, no, the Messiah cannot come from there. It will defeat the prophecy in the Garden of Eden. The blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. If a woman hit your hand on your belly and say, my generation shall be blessed. My generation shall be blessed. That is why where we have to even teach men that while their wife is pregnant, they should be taking oil and bless their children. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have to speak to the womb of the woman. You discharge, you are coming with a blessing. Unfortunately, rather we fight them. Sometimes we should speak a blessing. We should speak a blessing. Yes. And that's why I told you that one of the most dangerous things every man can ever do is to sleep with a woman who is pregnant and the child is not for you. I learned, I learned, I know you like to sleep. But I told you that it's not every woman you have to sleep with. And one of them is a woman who is pregnant and the baby in the womb is not for you. I told you, you don't do that. Number two, you don't sleep with your father's wife. Where your father has entered, run away from that place. It is what caused the life of Absalom. It is what make Jacob curse Ruby. And because of the, the tribe of Ruby never get to the promised land. They stay behind the Jordan. Read your Bible. Read it. If you are here and you have slept with your father's wife at the end of the church, Go and lie in peace and comfort and call me. I'm coming there. We can't deliver you in church. We have to deliver you over there. So that whatever we come out of you, we enter the water closet immediately. No, among all the guests in the world, you don't want anyone. It has to be demons. The most handsome boy on, in, on earth is sleeping with old ladies. Absalom was so handsome that God took him from the region of the woman and added him to the region of from men to women. The Bible says he was of a beautiful countenance. Hey, call me Absalom. No, I'd never want to call him Kofi. He can never be a Kofi. God forbid. No, I mean, imagine Absalom has the longest hair. Nice guy. I mean, this is a boy that greets you, you add it to your CV. Some of you, if you take a selfie with Absalom, you print it big and put it in your room. And you make sure of it. Do you know, come to my room, Absalom's picture. Do you remember my selfie with Absalom? But the spirit that entered the boy said he doesn't want all the young girls. So listen. All same self sex people. All those committing morality, sleeping with their mothers. The reason they have no escape route is that 
God in his wisdom makes sure women are more than men. So you don't have an excuse to say that there was a shortage. Baby. Now listen, he knows some will be polygamy, so he had, let me create more. Just in case the polygamy even take five, five, there will still be some left. <laughs> Go to every hospital in the world and check women that are born, babies and boys, and check the quantity. Check. And God is who we some does that. So you don't have an excuse. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7. Uh-huh. And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, Oh, Jesus. said. <laughs> Everybody say generational blessing. And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there, and there, and there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Hey, unto what? Thy seed. Genesis chapter 13, verse number 15 to 17. 13, 15 to 17. Let's go. Uh-huh. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give thee and to thy seed forever and i will make thy seed as the dust of the earth so if a man can number the dust of the earth then shall thy seed also be numbered how many times has the word seed now watch this can i say that again if they are yet in your womb they are seed if they have not come at their seed if they have come at their sons and so at this time Isaac has not come out yet, so God keeps saying, seed, seed, seed. If you don't have a seed, you don't have a future. Look at how many times. And I will make of thy seed the dust of the earth. Most of you here, if you start thinking generation, you stop fornicating. Mm, mm, mm. The moment generational thinking lands on you, adultery, fornication, illegitimate sex, you will stop it. No, all this sexual life out of the context of the bible is because we don't have the picture of our future do you know why joseph didn't sleep in 6 45 not that the woman is ugly he has a dream that people are going to bow the picture of his future didn't permit him the moment you know where you are going you can't do some things no nobody can have encounter and live in sin no it's not possible no, you, you will say yourself. Now, the, the worrisome one is the one you give your body to the guy, but you can't call him a husband. You know, you give some of you give your bodies to men that you don't love them, but you let them sleep with you. I don't know what you were looking for, and you didn't even charge anything. <laughs> Do you know there are guests in a church? The boys sleep with them, and they give the boys money. You buy his shoe, you buy his this, you buy his that. They are things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to lose him. And that one is a sign that you are going to lose him. No. You lose him. It's there. You stop doing those things. Lord, I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Have I read you? 70. Give me 70. Your seed, your seed. I rise, walk through the land, the length of it, and the breadth of it. And I will give it unto thee. Oh. So that means that when God was telling Abraham that I will give you the land of Cana, he was referring to his seed. Because Abraham never stepped there. It was the seed. It was the seed that left Egypt and entered. 
So when you saw the Israelites crossing the Red Sea at that time, it was the seed of Abraham. Those guys that were walking under the water, it was a fulfillment of the promise. Seed. Seed. So what Jina is here, God is thinking about his seed. Not a seed. This one's seed. God is thinking about your seed. That is why he takes your time. That is why he doesn't just give you a husband. You wish you married this foolish boy, but God said, no way I'm taking you. You mess your destiny. I have to put some brakes on you. I have to cause some friction. I have to separate this thing. I have to bring you out of something. Because all God is looking at is the seed. He is a generational thinker. God is always thinking about the seed. Wow. I wrote something here. It is true that biblical blueprint for success is always intergenerational biblical blueprint for success is always intergenerational biblical so what it is god bless abraham god bless isaac god bless jacob and joseph was blessed it's intergenerational once we follow the blueprint of biblical principle it brings the result of intergenerational blessing that means that if your children continue to serve the god you are serving their life will be far better than yours and if their children serve it will be far better and you keep running and running and running and running give the lord a better clap of and i'm preaching it's a benefit to serve the Lord. The biblical blueprint for this blessing is intergenerational. Somebody say, Amen. Genesis chapter 15, verse 13 to 16. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land. Wow. That is not theirs. And shall serve them. And they shall afflict them for 400 years. All this thing that is happening, God is telling Abraham his future. The covenant make you see your future. God will reveal it. Watch this. Don't get bored. This is a very good teaching. And also that nation whom they shall serve, I will judge. And afterwards shall they come out with great substance. Hey. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. And thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall come thither again. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full so the reason that i'm keeping them for 400 is that i'm waiting for the amorites to sin until their sin become full so that when i punish them they will not say that i am not justice so i'm waiting for the iniquity of the amorites to be full that is why i keep them for 400 years then after that i'll take the land from them look at it but in the fourth generation they shall come theta again for the iniquity of the amorites is not yet full and it's and, and and it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was that behold a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces that is where the covenant was being established but in the fourth generation and he said unto abraham know of a surety that thy sea shall be a stranger in the land wow genesis chapter 17. are you sure you want god to give you the details of your life so he said god look at us he said next four years woman and i will become made servants for 400 years that will no fear the reason why this generation doesn't tell abraham is a strong man yeah. He's a yeah. very strong man that one alone can let you and he didn't bargain he didn't tell god anything because god gave him the condition the reason i'm keeping the 400 is that the iniquity of the amalekites is not full he knows the mistakes we're going to make when they went to the land of Canaan, they make a covenant with the canaanite give us your daughter and take our sons that means they were going to contaminate the blood. 
And at that time, God looked at earth. The only nation that their citizens are not permitted to marry alien is Egypt. So if I take them to Egypt, I'll preserve them. Because Egyptians are not permitted to marry Israelites. Genesis chapter 17. Let me read from verse number 5. 17 from verse 5. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham. Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have made thee generations, generation. And I will make of thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. Wow. This is strong. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant. For to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger all the land of Canaan. Canaan. You remember Ham? For an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant thereof, thou and thy seed after thee, in their generation. The only way this thing will not work is when along the way a generation breaks the covenant. Then that is not going to be my fault. Ha! How many times has God used the word seed and generations? Go back home and read it. Seed, generation, seed, generation. And it's dealing with Abraham. Seed, generation, seed, generation. And in their generation for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and thy seed after thee a land wherein thou art a stranger, and all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant before thee, thou and thy seed after thee in their generations that means that according to the scripture we are supposed to lead and manage this planet as we have been instructed by god that means the only way the planet can be secure and blessed is when the descendants of abraham are managing it the seed of abraham in you shall all the seed and your generation look at it that's what i'm reading here and 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 thy seed after thee in their generations let's go to the covenant of circumcision because you are getting quiet on me the sign upon our generation genesis chapter number 17 i'm reading from verse number 9 to 14 and god said and god said unto abraham Thou shalt keep my covenant. Therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generation. There is something I wanted to show you here, but because you are quiet, I won't show you again. Watch it. This is my covenant, which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. And you shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man child in your generation, every man child in your generation, every man child in your generation, he that is born in the house or bought with money 
of thy stranger which is not of thy seed even that one he that is born in thy house and he that is bought with money must needs be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh so when you are walking and the circumcision is there it means that god's sign is in you wow that is that covenant that is that covenant listen to this and he that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money must needs be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant wow and 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 the uncircumcised man child whose flesh whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised that soul shall be cut off from his people and he has broken my covenant now this is where this is where bothered me Gideon's father is Kwame Kwame didn't circumcise Gideon then God cut Gideon off there the uncircumcised child the uncircumcised man child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised that soul shall be cut off eight days is my father that's supposed to circumcise me so the son paid for his father's sin wow the judgment pronounced on the son is as a result of the error of his father what has eight boys have to know? So we have to be careful what we're supposed to do for our children that we do hey. This is very serious. Now, it doesn't apply in the New Testament. The New Testament, the circumcision is not the foreskin. After Jesus died, the curtain torn. The circumcision is of the heart. So don't say you won't marry the man because it's not circumcised. It's not important. This is the New Testament. This is the Abrahamic covenant. Hallelujah. Is the, the Bible said the law is a schoolmaster. So it's leading us to the realm of grace. In the New Testament, now after Jesus came to die, the Paul said that in Christ Jesus, another circumcision, circumcision has ability in it. Do you see that one? Another circumcision has ability. Uh, Galatians chapter what? 5 6. Okay, give it to me. For in Jesus Christ, another circumcision has ability in it. No one circumcision. By faith, which we care about. I don't know why I got there. By faith, we care about what? Everybody says circumcision. Everybody says circumcision. It availeth nothing by faith who worketh by what? For in Jesus Christ, another one, circumcision. Availeth anything or uncircumcision by faith which worketh by what? Love. So, in the context of New Testament, eh? in the New Testament, my lawyer, circumcision or uncircumcision is not important. New Testament, go for the guy. Circumcision or uncircumcision is not important. There is a whole country that circumcision is even illegal. Do you know some countries you don't have to circumcise? They see it as a cruel on the child. So I said, most of the European countries you don't circumcise. I said, I'll be so why because what you are the Bolivian to be So no circumcision. It doesn't apply. I mean, yes, it came up. Do you know a, a, a guy, a girl will not marry a guy because he found out the guy is not circumcised. Yeah. And I'm saying, I'll then I'll do I but the Abrahamic covenant came with this one. Come back to the Abrahamic covenant. And the uncircumcision man, child, whose flesh or foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from the, his people. He has broken my covenant. Hey. And God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarah, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her and give thee a son also after her. Yea, I will bless her 
and she shall be a mother of nations kings of people shall be of her and everybody who loved the lord shall say amen kings of people shall be what of her why did god choose abraham to be the father of all who believe why why did god choose abraham to be the father of everybody that believe and why did god choose abraham to be all these things why did god walk to abraham's heart now look at your neighbor and say god knows your heart this 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 obronica here god knows his heart god knows Pastor heart. god knows Kwame's heart that means that all these three people here, god knows what to the assignment to give them in the future based on the state of their heart I'll show you something. Watch it. Watch it. When all this thing are not happening, look at what God said about Abraham. Genesis chapter 18. Let's read from verse number 17. Let's read Genesis chapter 18, verse 17. Watch this. And the Lord said to the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham? The table. Why did God choose Abraham? Look at verse 18. Watch this. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great nation, a great and a mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So, shall I hide? Why did God choose Abraham? Look at the next verse, verse 19. For I know him. Attestation. For I know him. That he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord. To do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. The reason I call him because I know him. When I tell him to go and kill a son, she will not kill the son. When I tell him circumcise, she will do, not do it. When I tell him to leave his father's house, I know him that this man will never disobey me. I pray for you that God will come to the place and testify about you. That she knows you that you will never disappoint him. Contrary to you, that the devil is bargaining. If I release this girl to go and sit in this car, this man's car front, and he squeeze him, will he run away? Be quiet. And God say, let's let's wait for it before God say. Any mom pay a cracker? Let's pray more, more, more. After once only you cry, we say bo. Now go pay in any other baby. Then I'm catching them. Say wait here. Minty minka. Can these bones live? Thou knowest. I can't say yes. I can't say no. Ready? Enko bet wo so na umini. Do you know that God was so sure that Job will not disgrace him? He said, go, go, go. The guy will not deny me. I know I didn't bribe him to serve me. The guy is willingly serving me. Don't say Jesus for mobile phone. Don't say Jesus for Kia Pekanto. What do you mean by that? You only talk about what to use. No name, Papa Noah, and a bonimano or Bible. Why did God choose Abraham? I know him. Abraham will command his household after him. God chose Abraham because he knew who wouldn't waste. He wouldn't be a waste of time. He knew that Abraham will command his household after him. He knew that Abraham will pa 
pass on to his generation the thing that God spoke about him. God didn't deny it. This Abraham guy, when I gave it to him, you give it to Isaac. Isaac, if God was just trusting the generations. Genesis chapter 9, 19, verse 4. Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Chapter 19, verse 4. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even, come back to verse 1. Let me read from verse 1. Give me the New Living Translation. And there came that evening the two angels do you remember yesterday when i told you two angels were working with god when god was working with abraham talking to Abraham, the angels left and continued to it. this is the two angels the two angels the evening the two angels came to the entrance of the city of sodom lord was sitting there and when he saw them he stood up to meet them then he welcomed them and bowed bow with his face to the ground well his uncle is used to angelic moves so he has come to descend that watch this my lord he said come to my home to wash your feet be my guest for the night you may then get up early in the morning and be on your way again oh no they replied we will just spend the night out here in the city square we are not coming there watch this but listen, listen. At the time, there was angelic bargaining between the angels and Lord. Abraham too was bargaining with God. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. It is that bargaining that makes them enter Abraham's house. Oh. Whatever is happening with God in Abraham, wow. huh? angels are hearing. Yes. Wow. Watch this. But Lord insisted. So at least, at last, they went home with him. It means at that time he has bargained up to 10. Ah. So they went home. It was working internet system at that time okay they went home with them huh? so lord went home with him lord prepared a feast for them complete with fresh bread made without ease and they ate it's the same thing abraham did for the angels this angels eating from house to house may they come to your house yeah. but before they retire from the night all the men of sodom ten years why did god destroy sodom mm, mm. all the men of sodom young and old came from all over the city and surrounded the house of lord young and old surrounded listen why did god destroy sodom and gomorrah they shouted to lord where are the men who came to spend the night with you bring them out so to us so we can have sex with them men came old so at that time in the country the old people were gays the young people were gays why did god destroy sodom and gomorrah generational thinking let me go back and read verse number four if you didn't hear and hear it very well in the night angels has entered the house now listen when perversion take place you don't care who you sleep with now you are finished with the man on earth you want angelic beings hear this but before they retired from the night all the men all the men of sodom young and old came from all over the city and surrounded the house young and old university student jss student old man gray hair everyone has come and this is what they said they shouted to law where are the men who came to spend the night with you bring them out to us so we can have sex with them so lord step outside to talk to them 
shutting the door behind him. Do you understand? Huh? You don't understand? These angels are inside. Lord, open the door. And show them, no, they don't come. Lord, stand like this. Please, man. Please, I beg. Please. So, Lord, step outside to talk to them. Shutting the door behind him. Watch this. Watch, 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 watch. Please, my brothers. My brothers. He begged. Don't do such wicked thing. Look, I have two virgin daughters. Let me bring them out to you. But that is not what they are looking for. Because the daughters, they know they were there. How did they even sense that two men has come to the house? I have two daughters. Let me bring them to them out to you. And you can go, you can do with them as you wish. But please leave these men alone. For they are my guests and are under my protection. Stand back. They shouted. This fellow came to town as an outsider. So you Lord to cry who will be now by. You come as an outsider and now he is acting like a jack. We will treat you far worse than those other men. And they lunged toward the Lord to break down the door. So they started pushing the door. But remember, it's angelic beings they are dealing with. Remember they are there. But the two angels reached out and pulled Lord into the house and bolted the door. They locked it. Then they blind all the men. Then they blinded all the men, young and old, who were at the door of the house. So they gave up trying to get inside. They blind all of them. They struck them with blindness. Every one of them became blind. You are dealing with angels. Why did God destroy Sodom? Why did God destroy Sodom? Then they, meanwhile, the angels questioned, Lord, do you have any other relatives here in the city? They asked, get them out of this place. Your sons-in-law sons daughters or anyone else so they give you give lot option but the sons boyfriends didn't even come they were all in the same group for we are about to destroy this city completely the outcry against this place is so great it has reached the law and he has sent us to destroy it. listen when a nation start embracing this they come on god's negative timetable Pray for this country. Yes, Pray for this country. I wish I can take you to details and show you other scripture. My time is up. Danger. This is how the Roman Empire came down. Not by arms. Today God told me something. He said, it doesn't matter the nuclear power a nation has. If they get into this, their nuclear power is useless. It doesn't matter. Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Why did God wipe people off? Once a nation starts to embrace this one they are attacking god of his generational plan for we are about to destroy this city completely the outcry against this place is so great it has reached the lord and he has sent us to destroy it so lord rush out to tell his daughters fiancés so girl boy those girls that rape their father they are fiancés yeah and lord went to them and tell them Lord went quick, get out of the city. The Lord is about to destroy it. But the young men thought it was only joking. Wow. When people are kana, no preaching goes to them. They sit in church with an attitude. They dishonor the house of God. Are you getting it? 
That is what happens. The things we are preaching don't take it light. I may joke somehow and come humorously, but I'm telling you the word of God. Listen, don't clap. Stay there. I want to show you something. So, Lord, Ras, fiancé, they thought he was joking. He was only joking. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. At dawn, the next morning, the angels became insistent. Hurry! They said to Lord, even him, he's dragging his feet. Take your wife and your two daughters who are here. Get out right now or you will be swept away in the destruction of the city. Be careful. This is angelic warning. Ah, when Lord still hesitated, hesitated, the angel sees his hand and the hands of his wife and two of his daughters and rushed them to safety. Outside the city, for the Lord was merciful. To show. May the Lord show everybody your mercy. May the Lord be merciful unto us. I say, may the Lord show us mercy. Do you know what kept the Lord? Mercy. Number one, how do I know in mercy? God didn't find ten righteous. Number two, he was now instead of Lord running, Sodom has gone into him so much. She was reluctant to go. Yes, sir. And because they didn't have 10 righteous, even his escape was not automatic. Mm. God put conditions under it. Whilst you are going, don't look back. Because if you run away, that could have, if Lord ran away, that could have saved him. Yes, now he didn't run. The angels are dragging him. Yes, and they drag him. So the Lord was merciful. Now watch this. Go to verse number 17. Let me show you something. Huh? When they were safely out of the city, one of the angels ordered run for your lives and don't look back or stop anywhere in the valley escape to the mountain or you will be swept away oh no my lord lord beg no my lord lord beg you have been so gracious to me and saved my life and you have shown such great kindness but i cannot go to the mountains disaster will catch me if disaster will catch you would they tell you to go there catch up with me there and i will soon die who told you they will not direct you to the place you die after they are delivering you from death now see there is a small village nearby please let me go there instead don't you see how small it is then my life will be safe all right the angel said i will grant you your request i will not destroy the the little village so because of lord a particular village was paid wow. because listen when they got there they destroyed sodom and its surrounding areas they didn't spare anything he said i will not destroy the village now watch this watch this but harry escaped to it for i can do nothing until you arrive there this explains why why that village was known as Zoa, which means little place. Watch this. Lord reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. He utterly destroyed them along with the other cities and villages of the plain wiping up all the people and every bit of vegetation but Lord's wife looked back as she was following behind him and she turned into a pillar of salt 
Abraham got up early in the morning and headed out the place where he had stood in the Lord's presence. He looked out across the plain towards Sodom and Gomorrah and watched as columns of smoke rose up from the skies, from the cities, like smoke from the furnace. Now, look at me. Look at me. Stand to your feet. Listen. Let me say this before you clap. The skies are made for rain. Where was the fire coming from? That means God can turn rain to fire. It has never happened again. The way it started raining and you're running, maybe it looked very simple to you. The way we started raining, we started raining and we are running. This time instead of rain, it was fire. Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Very simple. This thing that you people are joking with, LGBTQ+++++++. Number one, God told me something today. When a nation embraces, they start undermining the gospel. Mm. Every nation that this thing has come to a legalization, the gospel is not respected. Number two, they attract God's unconditional anger. Mm. And the reason is very simple. It fights his plan of generational blessing. Because it is the only thing that stops the generation from flowing. That means that anybody that has joined that thing, he is saying that my generation must end here. Mm. Mm. Cut it. And once God sees it, it comes with judgment. It's not a small matter. Folks, only the devil can do it. Because there is nothing by nature God put in a man that should arise another man sexually. What arise a man sexually, God put it in a woman. So for me to look at you and feel it is out of this world. It's very strong spiritual. It can only happen by demons. Just in case you are one, I love you. <laughs> but I want you to understand that the reason God is angry with it is that if let's say all one a particular country, everybody say we are all same sex, it means that we have to close down labor wards because they cannot produce. It's total deception. It is more than human right. God didn't create us and give us a right to do whatever we like. Like the Bible will not be written. So there's nothing like total autonomous from God. The Bible has conditions of do's and don'ts. That is what you have to do. You don't serve God in your terms. Even the Garden of Eden, there were terms not to touch something. Even the woman, if you touch this, you don't have to touch this. We touch and escape because of grace. 
We are still paying some of the consequences. Only the devil can do it like that. But let me tell you something. It is so strong that every sexual perversion sickness is even difficult for science to cure. Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Very simple. It defeated the agenda of generational blessing. Listen. So, what are you trying to tell us, Daddy? I'm glad you asked. In order not to leave anybody coming from your anger to join that thing, cross with them. Amen. Stop the children. Cross with your life. Cross with your children. Cross with them. Today, I want you to pray a prayer. Lord, according to the word I heard, let nobody in my generation born and unborn get into this case. We want to follow the Abrahamic blessing. Because you fight anything that fight the generations. You fight it. Number two, because God is interested in generational blessing, he is interested in giving you a child. No matter how the child birth are delayed, don't give up. Amen. Use this, I pray, and tell God that you believe in generational blessing. Amen. You have to preserve my generation. He said, pray with all prayers. So you have prayed other prayers, but you are adding this one. Lift up your holy hands. Lord, have mercy. Number one, I want us to pray for our leaders of this country. Parliamentary members. The institution, the arm of government. He said, pray that we lead a peace and a quiet abode land. Yes, sir. That God will give them wisdom. That we will not do anything and attract God's anger. Because none of us will be able to stand against it. Some of them are quite old. They are closer to the other side. Yeah. Than this little boy. Yeah. Who is far from the other side. Yeah. May they not go and left the trouble for the generation. Yeah. Anything be calculated from the pit of hell on the 59th day of our fasting. Let's ask for God's mercy. The mercy God show Lord. The mercy God show David. Lift up your two hands and pray for the country. Anything God lays on you. Spare the land. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.